cultures, one sky. Skywatcher Leo T here as we look up, look around, and get a little bit lost in space. After a beautiful October day, as the sky darkens from sunset and deep blues to purples, look for bright capella sparkling as it climbs above the snow-capped Wasatch Front or the pink buttes at Red Butte and the terracotta of the Moab Rim. Then arc your view up higher above the southwestern spot Altair and its two outrigger stars in Aquila the Eagle. And a little ways from here is brighter Vega. It's blue and white and shiny. And if you can get out of the city or grab your binoculars or both, you can look to the left above Altair and you'll find Delphinus the Dolphin, or I like to call it Delphinius. Leaping in and out of the Milky Way is Delphinus the Dolphin. It's kind of a diamond-shaped constellation. And if you're creative, you can see the dolphin or maybe the shape of an old-fashioned UFO. Give it a look, see what you think. And at arm's length from Altair's upper right is fainter and sublime Sajita the Arrow, arcing across the sky. Well, just above the Big Dipper as well is a semi-circle of stars called the Corona Borealis, or the Crown, but in some native cultures it's called the Council of the Chiefs, or to the Blackfoot tribe of Alberta, Canada, Montana, and Idaho, it's known as the Spider God. In this Blackfoot star myth, the spider god, or Corona Borealis, sits in his web in the stars nearby, or Hercules, the constellation, and watches over the land. Sometimes he climbs down from the summer Milky Way to visit the Earth, and maybe during the autumn. On Skywatcher Leo T, we've been exploring and investigating Pluto and its moons, as revealed to us from the New Horizons space probe that traveled uh, just three billion miles out to scope out the little planet in 2015. Last week we looked at one of Pluto's moons, the amazing moon Charon, with a canyon longer than the Grand Canyon, and Pluto itself showing a terrain that surprised NASA scientists with dunes, nitrogen ice flows, mountainous regions, plains, and recent discoveries show that Pluto may be more habitable than we thought with an underground ocean since its early days. Wow. And not stopping there, the amazing New Horizons space probe then fired its thrusters and blasted another billion miles out to the asteroid or Kuiper Belt to check out a weird double-lobed space rock known at the time as Ultima Thule. Photos on the Skywatcher site show this very far-out double asteroid from just 18,000 miles out. What's next for New Horizons? Deeper exploration of the asteroid belt just to see what's out there. And keeping New Horizons company in a way is OSIRIS-REx, the spacecraft that shot 4.5 billion miles out to Bennu, the briquette-looking space rock arriving in 2019. Not only did OSIRIS-REx take snapshots, but it went in for a scoop of Bennu, and after orbiting and a very complicated process, researching for six months started back home this year, after orbiting the sun twice for gravitational assists back to Gaia, and it'll drop off its cache of asteroid stuff in the West Desert in 2023. Now that's space exploration. As we look up, look around, and get way lost in space, Skywatcher Leo T.